Hello, everybody, and welcome to the CrossGen Podcast. Today is January 6th in the brand new year of 2021. I hope everyone had a happy, healthy, and safe new year. Um, and this is our episode 10, but we're actually recording this a little bit early because, um, well, like I said, today is January 6th, and a lot of things have happened today. Um, today was supposed to be the day where the Georgia, where, where we live in the United States. So today was the day that Georgia was supposed to at least get close to wrapping up the two Senate um, elections, the runoffs from the November elections. Um, today was also supposed to be the day that Congress convened to certify the electoral votes for president-elect Joe Biden. But along the way, um, things got very weird, things got very strange. Um, And so I think we all kind of felt like we had to get on the mic today because it's been a very, very strange, insane, kind of almost surreal, right? Yeah. Like, like... I don't even know how would you how do you I'm guys gonna put it I'm gonna put it this way. If I were still Metatron on the old podcast, I'm pretty sure they would have told me that one of the sixty six seals were broken today. Because mm. that is what it felt like. That that mm. is crazy. And just so you know, that's like a at, at least that's a preclusion to the apocalypse. That's Yeah, that's a supernatural thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If I'm being honest, I felt like twenty twenty was just building up to this. Yeah, everybody was so happy that 2020's passed and we're into 2021. Mm-hmm. And then this day happened. And I, I, I gather it's just 2020 bleeding into this year. Yeah. Like all the insanity, all the craziness. Really, it's more than 2020. It's been like the last four years in the United States, really, right? That we've had, we've had one... <sighs> I guess you want to say one controversy after another. Yeah. But this one really, really is, is disturbing because of... It's just a bad omen. Yeah. For the future. Like, Basically. it happened on January 3rd. That's the third day of this year. Six. Six. Today is the sixth. The sixth day of this year. So why don't, why don't we, we kind of dialogue and, and kind of set the timeline in motion. So this yesterday was the January 5th runoffs for the two Senate seats where um, you had uh, Loeffler vying f- to keep her seat against uh, the Reverend Warnock, and then you had Purdue against the upstart Democrat Ossoff. And, you know, yesterday it was kind of back and forth you know, as as elections do, right? You know, there's ebb and flow to that. And when we woke up this morning, it was kind of evident that both seats were going to go Democratic. Okay, so you had that. Um, And what that does, in effect, is it kind of evens out the Senate, where now both the Democrats and the Republicans have a 50-50 seat placing. And, you know, I guess you can say it bodes well for Joe Biden and his presidency because now um, it will be easier for some of his policies to go through because now you don't have 
the um i guess the the roadblock that some republicans may put up in terms of getting so, stuff done so there's the positive in in that point you know um and then we started off the day with the beginnings of the certification which technically is supposed to be just window dressing it's it's a formality and what what really is supposed to happen is that the senators read off you know the the votes um for each state um and the vice president who is the president of the senate right is supposed to he's kind of like the guy in the emmys right you know and the envelope please you know uh-huh. the the best picture goes to that's that's basically what his role in today's session was supposed to be and so right now it's 8:30 in the af- in at night here in New York and they're still going on because i want to say like around 4 o'clock this afternoon more like 3 3 o'clock this afternoon we had an incident that is historic and yet embarrassing and just baffling baffling it's unbelievable what happened today do you, you guys want to want to tell everybody what that was yeah so basically although it was announced that it was going to happen and i guess right you know officials out, didn't take it seriously so started out early in the morning yeah you know over time it just like there, there was supposed to be a, a demonstration for uh, Trump supporters by the Capitol Hill, and President Trump even gave like a what a press conference saying, "Hey, I'll be there with you." So before before the the actual march, that's what they called it. It was a stop the seal march or something like that. Um, there was a podium set out set up right. I'm not gonna say on the White House grounds, but it was close enough that, you know, you had the White House in the backdrop. And a lot of people came out and, you know, said speeches and riled up the crowd and stuff like that. And Trump came on and, uh, as usual, you know, he um, aired his grievances, you know, claiming that the election has been stolen, that the election is rigged. And basically he said, I believe one of the things that he said was that you know, this is not going to we're 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 marching to support those Republicans who are going to object to the elect, the election. And we are going to do it in a forceful way because these type of thing, these type of things demand strength. That was that was and I'm paraphrasing, but that was basically the gist of it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you had this crowd, which. By the time that they got to Capitol Hill, grew like double by the time they got there. Yeah, there and was a substantial ballooning in the amount of people that were there. Like, wow, just looking at the aerial photos, they what, what's the the street going up to Capitol Hill called again? Pennsylvania Avenue, is it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's been a while since we've been to Washington. Basically. So. There's a there there there's a street that leads up to the White House. That entire street, 
those two lanes were practically filled to the brim. And that's not even to mention the actual front of the Capitol Hill and back itself. Right. Where it was just like an ocean of red, blue, and angry. And originally the police did have a line that they had barriers set up that prevent supposedly was was it, it was basically just you know those metal yeah uh, fences that you erect when you go to like a parade and stuff like that they had them up but that wasn't that wasn't enough because you know by the time that three o'clock came around they had broken through yeah so you know the the protesters and and i use that word lightly because what happened today was not a protest that was yeah. that was literally an, an attack on Capitol Hill, because what ended up happening is that they broke down those barriers. They got up the steps of the Capitol. They were on some of the 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 things that were erected for the inauguration coming in exactly two weeks from now, um, and it devolved to a situation where um, there were clashes with the the police who were ill-prepared to take on a crowd of this size. They ended up breaking into the Capitol building, smashing windows to get in, in some cases. Mm -hmm. um, heading into the rotunda, there are, and this is the thing that's crazy, there are photos of the House floor where there are secret agents, Secret Service agents, barricading the door the glass is broken, and they are they're fully drawn with with their weapons, their guns pointed at the door, which is something that I don't think I've been on this earth for forty nine years. I have never ever seen a situation like that. Yeah, they had to take out the all, both the Senate and the House representatives in gas masks. Yeah, they had to evacuate. They had to evacuate. The, the vice president, Pence. Um, and pretty soon, those pro those terrorists, I, I, there's no other way to say it, they had control of the Capitol building to the point that they were taking selfies in the on the Senate floor. They were taking pictures in Nancy Pelosi's office. Sorry. They left a message on her desk, and there's a picture of a guy sitting at her chair. I mean, what happened today was really a travesty of democracy. You know, if, if they thought these pro-Trump protesters thought that this was, they were, what, what they were doing was patriotic, uh, sorry, I beg to differ. What, no, do, you, what that... do you guys think? Look, it's it's one thing to be angry about something and you want to do something about it. But you know what? You have to have a good reason. It can't be founded on, I'm going to come out and say falsehoods because they are falsehoods. And then to say it's all in the name of patriots. <laughs> I don't even want to say patriotism because that's going to leave a bad taste in my mouth because that is not, not what that was. It's really not. It was just... This was like, an act of terrorism. Plain, plain and simple. 
Eli, what what do you think about this? Because I mean, you know, you you heard about the thing where now uh, Trump's Twitter account has been suspended, right? Yeah. Which is probably making him even angrier because I believe at first he was, well, he's been angry for a couple of months now, right? Yeah. He was angry that he lost the election. He is angry because he believes that the election was ringed falsely because we, you know, we're still waiting for proof that he keeps on saying that he has and he never, he never shows, you know, him and, and anything his, they do have. It's not enough. Oh, it's, it's not even anything. Because yeah. You had, you had a crazy lady who was, was, you know, in one of these things where, you know, even Saturday Night Live was making fun of her. That, that, that lady that was, yeah, I forgot what her name is, right? Not to, she was basically a Karen. Yeah, you know. The biggest Karen ever. So he, he has a lot of, a, a lot of these grievances where, you know, now he's, he's mad at, um, Fox News because they're not buying into his lies, you know, his misinformation. He's mad at the Republicans because he believes that they're not fighting for him. He had that crazy call, right, with the Georgia Secretary of State where he was basically pressuring him to illegally find 11,480 votes. That's a very specific number. Very specific, which he could get in trouble (laughs) for it. They they seen they, there was talk before that he was going to get in trouble, but you know what? With everything that deals with Trump, you can't keep up with all the the stuff that he does. So eventually, those things get pushed back because of the new thing that happens, right? There's always something new that happens. there's always something new that happens. I mean, look at today. Today, he had that speech, right? Which seems to have incited the crowd, right? Yeah. Then, when stuff was happening, and he claims himself to be law, the law and order president, he said nothing. And then when he did say something, it was very wishy-washy, like, oh, you guys should leave the White House, but we love you, and you're very special. Like, what, what kind of message does that send? That's like saying, hey, come to my party. Oh, wait, no, sorry, you're, you're banned from my party. But wait, you should have a drink. Now you know what this this drink is for VIP guests only. I said what? this. I said this before, but the one good thing that he manages to say because he was talking about how like um how like they should stop. He still manages to screw up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean you you can't say go home in peace and then in the same very same sentence almost agree with what you did. He starts out the thing. He starts out the and and this is the thing. Biden gets on TV and sounds presidential and denounces the actions of today. I mean, even Mike Pence came out and said, you guys got to leave or you're going to get persecuted under the full extent of law. And Trump does a pre-recorded video, which he releases on Twitter and the first thing that he says is, well, we know that the election is rigged. How is that, how is that calming people down? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think? It's, it's just stupid. He's, he's, pushing, he's pushing for it again. That's basically what he's doing. He's pushing for it again. He said to stop, but he's, 
it's only gonna get worse from here still because the there's still the problem is still there you're not getting rid of the problem by by but he's not getting rid of the problem that's just it he did the same thing when the debate right where where they asked him about the white supremacists and he's like oh I, you know i don't like them oh, i don't like them oh what who which, which one you tell me what, what give me a name give me a name and and then Biden said proud boys and he was like yeah okay proud boys uh stand 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 up and stand or no he said stand by or stand down right stand yeah by. one of those two one of those things stand down and stand by so so you know how how is that denouncing anything what you should have said was yeah I don't like the actions that you guys do. I don't believe in what you guys do. But he doesn't, he can't find himself to do it. And so now, you know, we had this thing where it was pretty scary. And somebody died. Yeah. Um, some some lady got shot by, by law enforcement inside the Capitol. They had pictures of blood on the steps inside the capital it, it, that's just crazy to me it's like i mean i mean not to i don't want to get political or anything but i'm just saying you don't agree with me you don't agree with me that's fine but it's like a cult i i agree I agree. the The Republican Party is no longer the Republican Party. I have a lot of Republican friends that I that I speak to. Um, I speak to them on on Facebook and and you know Twitter and stuff like that. And you know they they believe in conservatism. They don't believe in Trumpism. Trumpism is a totally separate and distinct thing from Republicanism. You know where where they're he uh, I just I, Trumpism deals in conspiracy conspiracy theories right and they deal in misinformation and and they deal in you know sending a message that is is beneficial to the president of this United States right now you know yeah. and and. That's the problem. And, and unfortunately, you know, these last four years have shown that there is a lot of people that really, really do buy into it. And a lot of the, the fault has to fall on, on networks like Fox News, where, you know, during the day, they actually have real news anchors. But then when you get into the opinionated hosts, the guys like Sean Hannity, the guys like Tucker Carlson, the guys that like Laura Ingram, who you know, not only not only um, not they not only say the same things that Trump says, they double down and go even further, and so you have a, an entire section of the country who rely on Fox News and OAN and Newsmax for their news. Right. And they believe it to be true. And the problem is they never show any facts on, on any of these shows. It's just hearsay. It's just conjecture. It's just conspiracy theories. It's just sometimes straight out lies. It's always straight out lies. And, and you know, 
unfortunately there's there's a big section of people in this country that they believe it's true you know mind controlled i said this they're mind controlled they're whatever it's like monkey see monkey do it's but yet they call democrats sheep (laughs) that's that's the funny part yeah sheep blindly following the flock but yet you know, I, I it's just it's just a very very strange thing to me, you know. Like, I I literally did not think that he could do or instigate anything crazier than what he did in 2020. But just to give you guys an idea of how nuts this is, the last time there was ever a successful attack on the White House was in eight. 1812, when when the British came to try and re-annex the American states. 1812. That's that's just crazy. And you know what's even crazier? The fact the fact that um, you the British did it before, but now it's actually just us harming ourselves. It's. Yeah, that's the that's the division that he's caused, not only in the country but in his own party itself. Because I mean, you look at we we have CNN right now on. Oh, I'm sorry, it's MSNBC, and it's now eight fifty one at night in New York City. And they've so what happened was is that there was the attack on on Capitol Hill. They had to get everybody out, so they they stopped that session. You know. And now at eight o'clock, they've restarted it, and you know we're listening in somewhat to, you know, both the Republicans and the Democrats arguing the facts on whether Arizona's electors and and the certification of those votes those votes were proper or not. Um, it's interesting because Vice President Pence started out this session, the second session, with a strong rebuke against, you know, the people that propagated this attack on on the Capitol building. Um, And it followed with Mitch McConnell kind of doing the same thing. Um, And Chuck Schumer, right after that, placing the blame squarely at Trump's feet. I don't know about how you guys feel, but I think that, you know what, as much as it sounds good coming from Pence and McConnell and it's the right thing to say in this time right now. This setting. This setting. Um, four years too late, guys. Four years too late. You sat by and watched and heard and listened to everything that this president said. Falsehoods, lies, and, and misconceptions and said absolutely nothing why because it benefited them they chose their self-interest over the and their self-interest and their power over governance of the united states and they've allowed this stuff to happen so you know what as much as schumer says that it's on the the feet of trump my personal opinion, 
it falls on the entire party because you did nothing to stop this man. And all you did was move the, the bar further and further up so that he, if he crossed the line, let's wipe that, that line clean and let's put another line. And then he crosses that line. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Let's give him a little bit more slack. And you know what? This is what happens. This is what happens. Yeah, like I really, after this, you you can't honestly give this guy any more leeway than you've already given him. You, you, we were talking <laughs> about what, what, what the next steps would possibly be, remember? Yeah, the, the 25th Amendment. Um, that's where the vice president moves to impeach the president immediately, right? Yeah, because he's unfit. Yeah, and he clearly isn't fit because he's his wishy-washy statements say it all. He's not seeing straight. He All he sees right now is, oh, well, they're coming out for me. At least this is what I'm seeing here, how I've been seeing events but unfold. But you can envision it, though, right? Yeah. Him sitting there saying, wow, I've got all these people. They're willing to destroy the Capitol building for me. That's awesome, right? I mean, like, no, no, even better. When I was watching the coverage, they they were they they were all throughout the whole thing. The one consistent thing you could hear about Trump whenever they did bring his name up was that he was watching the television. I kid you not, he was watching the television. Well, that's all he does because he's not he's not running the country. He stopped running the country back in November, which which makes it so interesting because he's fighting so hard for this election to be overturned. But he's never done the job, right? <laughs> so why are you fighting so hard to keep a job that you don't even like or do at this point? I mean, we are just talking about coronavirus, right? Oh, my God. I mean, what has he done? We actually have a vaccine now, and he's managed to screw that up also <laughs> in terms of the rollout, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, and and... and you know, I, I, we're we're a little harsh here with with you know our our talk about Trump, but no. I mean, you know, this is our opinion. This is what we see. You know, he's abdicate abdicated his his role here as the commander in chief because since November, all he's been doing almost every single day is playing golf and writing on Twitter. He doesn't show up for public events unless he's. He's going to Georgia to campaign for two people. But out of the 30 minutes that he talks, he talks, maybe a minute it was about those candidates. The other the other 29 minutes was him airing his grievances. It's like I really hope that I I I've very very briefly seen things online somehow there's apparently a way to defend this but wow. oh well I, if I don't you're, if you're Laura Ingram you blame Antifa for it oh, she literally after all of this was said and done called into one of the Fox networks and and blamed Antifa for it saying these weren't um MAGA people these were antifa people dressed up as maga people see and that's 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 really just part of the problem like 
this type of stuff is supposed to whiplash you into whoa. Okay, I gotta snap out of this. Yeah, now. This we gotta do something far. about this. Right. But it, it's just become this thing now where it's seemingly like all of this has become so numb that you don't even feel your head in the sand. It's writing. It's astounding. Like it's like it's things after things after things. Just you don't even know what to say anymore, right? I'm gonna go on forever. Well, what do you think happens now? Huh? What do you think happens now? What's what's going to happen next? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, they're they're talking over Here's, here. They have a curfew in, oh, in no. D.C. where they brought in the National Guard. There's still two weeks. Well, yeah, that's the that's the thing that... Yeah, oh, go ahead. Oh, wait. No, no, go. Okay. I don't want to be controversial here, but... I mean, it's pretty damn obvious. You have to be blind not to see it. And I really don't want to be controversial, so should I say this? Well, you know what? Not for nothing. Say it. Civil War. It's going to happen. And you know what? Not for nothing. If you if you heard some of the, um, the interviews the last few days yeah. with, with these MAGA guys... They've they've openly said it. They've openly said it. They're said like, you know what? Biden is not my president. I'm not standing for it. You know, uh, the election was stolen. Um, maybe violence is the way. Civil war is the way. We even had a senator, right, that actually said, well, maybe we need violence in the streets. Yeah, there was a senator. Let me see if I could find out who it was. I'm, I'm not saying he that. He took it back afterwards, but it's like you've, you've already let the cat out of the bag. I mean, seriously? You I'm, know? Not, I'm not saying that. No, no, I'm not saying that. That um, I'm just saying that it's going to happen probably sooner than you think. I hope not. I really hope not either, but it, it's going to happen sooner or later. Maybe four years from now, probably something's going to go down. Or it might just happen now. I mean, it's already... We're already at that point where something bad, where something that bad is. Yeah, that uh, Rudy Gomer, Rudy Gomer. Yep, he is the uh, Republic, the the House of Representative, uh, the representative for Texas, the first district. Rudy Louis Gomer, he suggested that violence in the streets may be the only option remaining to block Joe Biden from becoming president. And well, that you know, literally was four days ago. And this morning, um, Rudy Giuliani, um, I think he had like a press conference or something like that. Okay. But basically, was he leaking? Well, no, <laughs> but he basically said something to the same effect, like, we gotta maybe it's time we use a show of force like i'm paraphrasing here but that's more or less what he said in his statement um i'm gonna try and look for what exactly he said but yeah you know what and and you also you also had that other guy stating maybe we need martial law to redo the elections i mean this is crazy town coming from people who are supposed to be the 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 stewards of democracy you know 
it's it's gonna happen, bro. It's literally gonna happen because if they said it, that's putting stuff in Trump's Trump's head. And I think that's the problem. I think he's got too many people that are afraid to to say anything to him. So they kind of they kind of they're sycophants. They're brown nosing him, right? Yeah. They're saying, "Oh well, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, totally. They they stole the election. Oh yeah, they're they're taking machines and they're they're breaking it down and taking out parts. Oh yeah, they're they're shredding they're shredding votes. Oh, you know, taking taking bags and throwing them in the river and stuff. All all these crazy things that you know, if you really really had proof. It was trial by combat. We have to have a trial by combat. That's that's crazy. You know that he was the mayor of New York, right? Oh, God. oh really? He was the mayor of New York during 9-11. And at the time, people actually praised him for his response to 9-11. Wow. That's the, and see, that's the crazy thing. You've got people that on the norm were respected prior to these four years. And they have just lost their literal minds. Like, you know, you have people like, uh, what's her face? The weird. Who's that? There's like this Trump fan. And I know she said something about how electoral fraud was like, that is just like a bunch of lies. That's like a conspiracy theory. She said that this year. She said it's not a conspiracy theory. She's promoting conspiracy theories including the fact that there's electoral fraud this year. So it's like, it's stupid. Well, you also have that that attorney um, that said that the votes were influenced by by a dead Venezuelan dictator and and stuff. And, you know, I, I just... It's It's so over the top. It really is. It's like one of those weird reality shows, but like times a million. No, you know what it is? It's bad ad libs. So like, so I don't know if you know these. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. you have a book of ad libs and you have to fill in like words to complete a sentence and you can spice it up sometimes, make them funny. But in this case, it's conspiracy theories. Yeah, you know. That's basically what these things sound like half the time you hear them. I mean, you know, and and the thing about it is that, listen, I, I think we're all very open-minded, right? And so if there was, and, and, you know, you have, you have, you have instances of fraud. That it, does happen. That's not impossible. It does happen. I mean, you're literally talking about, um, 150 million votes, you know, stuff will go through. That's that's just mathematical probability, but not on the level that they're talking about. I mean, you think about it this way. First of all, um, think about it this way. 150 million people voted in this in this election, give or take. Right. Do you imagine the level of sophistication that you need to have to yeah. influence 80 million votes and flip them, right? And have it done not only in one district, not have it do, not in one state, for the entire country. And then not only that, do it in, in a way 
that not one single person comes out and narcs on you, right? Then on top of that, not only make it a democratic uh, endeavor, but include Republicans in it, right? Because the George, in Georgia specifically, you're talking about a Georgia governor, a Georgia lieutenant governor, a Georgia, I mean, a Republican governor, a Republican lieutenant governor, a Republican secretary of state, a Republican leader of the electoral uh, process. You're talking about Republican judges. You got to get them all in line, have nobody narc on it. And then on top of that, make sure you're only flipping the Trump votes, but leave everything else and not touch those. And not to mention. Right? I mean, just if you if you talk it out, it sounds insane. Yeah, but like here's the biggest um biggest and and thing the biggest and and before you say anything, before okay, go no, go ahead. What go are ahead. you going to say? About about flipping the Senate? No. Okay, well, I'm going to say this like I, like I said before, only flip Trump votes. Don't flip the Senate votes, especially when you're trying to make sure you have a majority in the Senate, but yet you don't touch those. Right? Yeah. And not to mention, like, um, the thing with the electoral fraud, you have, they're saying that Biden didn't win. It was voter fraud and all that, right? But yet you still have half the world or half the country celebrating that biden won in the streets that's just stupid you can't actually be telling me that you act you actually believe in that the only way this election was quote-unquote in any way rigged was honestly if you want to make things what months before the election didn't trump like decommission or like sufficiently hobble all the mail postal services they, they were doing it across the country they were they were trying to they were trying to ho- like you said hobble the post office by taking out machines that would make it easier for them not only to send out ballots but to bring the ballots in and send them over to the the voting offices right not only that they were shutting down voting polling places so that it made it harder for people to to vote. Like there was one, I, I believe in Texas, there was one, one polling place for the county. For some people, they literally had to drive 80 miles to get to that polling place to vote. When normally that district, I believe, had like 10. And they shut it down, and they made one. They've been they've been doing the and they being the Republican side doing everything they can to suppress the vote. And that's not even to mention messing with oh well, mail in ballots are inherently fraudulent. Well, guess what? Why did they say that? Well, because it made a difference in this election, and they knew it would. Right. Because a major, I'll bet you anything that. Sure, there may have been some, but most of those mail-in ballots were Biden. Because what are the what are what are the conservative-leaning uh, 
voters probably going to do. They're not going to do the mail-in vote, the mail-in voting. They're quote unquote fraudulent. They're going to go to the polling station. So honestly, trying to suppress the mail-in vote is just another form of voter suppression. Yep. And it's it just feels there's no there's no dealing with this. Uh, Here's what I think. I feel like they're uh, trying so hard to write the narrative when this isn't a narrative. This is. Oh my gosh. It's like you're trying to. Oh my gosh. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, theorist, but I mean, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to predict this, but. My, okay, forget what I just said. Whatever, whatever. But I feel like this is like the end of. Okay, let's not go full apocalyptic here. What? Things no, are no. bad, but I'm not saying I'm not saying apocalyptic. But I'm just saying this is the this is the fall of our government. The United. This is the fall of the United States. I mean, nothing can stay on top forever. And I'm not saying it's going to go down to the dirt. But I'm saying it's everything's everything bad is happening at the same time. I mean, you have a really bad president. I'm not to be whatever, but we have a really bad president. In that time, we get a virus in that time. Well, here's the thing. The virus, you can't so much control the handling of the virus, you can. And he did not handle it That's very exactly well. That's so, exactly my point. So, yeah. so go on. Yeah. Then <laughs> you also have the fact that a civil war is building up. Then you have the whole thing with Russia. Then you have the whole... Oh, Russia's probably having a ball today. Yeah, that's my point. Russia is... I'm, I'm sorry to say it, but he's pulling on the strings of everybody. They practically own the United States. Not to be controversial and stuff. And I'm not saying that I promote that at all. I just want to make these points, but it's 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 uh it's reality. Things, all four of these bad things, are gonna lead up to a re- a really bad something. It's just it's crazy. It, it really is. It's, it's I just I don't know. Everything's I'm happening. fighting really hard to believe, even as I speak, that not only the Senate, but just America in general can come to its senses so that I don't have to believe what my boy Eli is saying. But it's getting really, 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 really hard to do that. And we're not, again, we're only two weeks away from swearing Biden in. And this happens. Yeah, we. Still I don't, don't even want to think about what to, what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, I know because we still have two weeks, and it seems like he's more and more. He's isolated. doubling down. Well, he he's gotten worse, but that's that's the thing. It, it's it's like it's like the expression, "Give an inch and take a mile." Right? That's what he's doing, and every single time he does something crazy, but nobody stops him. Guess what? I'm going to go even crazier. That's what he's been doing. Ever since November, he's been going further and further into the crazy. Further and further 
into how far can I push this? And nobody is stopping him. Right? And just so you know, if you really think this is going to end when Biden is president, I'm sorry. Biden is a great president and all, but a lot of bad things are going to happen during the time that he's president. Because I will will say this. It makes it a little bit easier now that the Senate is controlled by the Democrats, because if that didn't happen, then it'd be even worse than what you're thinking, because he would get nothing done. It's kind of similar to what happened to President Obama in the last two years of his of his term. The Republicans gained control of the, the Senate and they refused to let anything he wanted to do go go through, regardless of whether it was good for the country or not. It just became a thing where it's like, okay, we're not getting anything done. And it's gotten worse this year because now they had both the the Senate and the, the presidency. So they were able to ram down the throats of, of everybody and just get what they wanted to do. So they're so used to the power that now it's been taken away. They're, they're, I bet you anything they're going to cry like crazy because, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. This is supposed to. Well, you know what? For the last six years, you haven't played by the rules. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, honestly, it's just, it feels like it. Uh, I, I, I'm struggling to find the words right now. Because it's a crazy day today. And it still hasn't finished yet. We still got three more hours until midnight. And and unfortunately, thankfully, we haven't heard anything crazy so far because usually when it comes to the protests, nighttime is worse. Yeah. But I think they reversed it. They they figured, you know what, let's get all the crazy stuff on and during the daytime and we'll fall asleep and we'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> you know? Well, everything's out of control. 2020 and 2021 is going to be crazy. I don't know. You know what this feels like? This feels like the time where I, I, I need to... I need some levity right now, so you're going to have to excuse me. This feels like the time Cell blew himself up, and he was weaker. And then he, like, regenerated and came back with, like, Super Saiyan 2 rivalry strength. Like, that's what 2020 to 2021 feels like already. We really just need that father-son Kamehameha right now. Mm. Who's going to give it? Who's going to do it? I mean, it's like you said, you know, you, you really want to think that people come to their senses. And maybe maybe with this, with what happened today, maybe the Senate comes to their senses. Yes, because you know what? They've never been touched by it. Right, exactly. They have never had to endure a lick of Trump's insanity. Well, I Now, it literally just walked up to their doorstep. With guns. With guns. Even you better. Know? Or no, not better, but you get what I'm saying. Well, you saw the the article that I sent, where one of the one of the the Republican senators said, "Oh, I didn't know they were violent." She literally walked out. She was like, "No, those can't be Trump supporters. I didn't know that they were violent. Did they not see what happened in Michigan? Did they not see that they stormed the Capitol building over there? This is this is not the first time that it's happened." They did it in Michigan. They tried to kidnap the governor over there. 
And she's over here saying, oh, I didn't know they were violent. Really? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Well, these people live in these, these, these it feels supporters like of them in, in the Congress. They, it, it's like they live in a bubble. Yeah. Like they, they don't live in real life. And I think that's the problem. We have two alternative realities here. One that's real and one that's the Matrix. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's how it's going to go. And we this have... guy. Oh, God. Don't. This guy. So Josh Holly is now speaking, um, talking about how important this is because of concerns with integrity and, and things of that nature. Mitch, by the way, the the legislatures have spoken, the the voters have spoken, the Supreme Courts have spoken. Republicans in those states that are being that are being attacked have spoken. And this guy less than a year ago stated talk of of rigged elections rigged elections is crazy. Less than a year ago. And he's the first one that jumped up on the bandwagon to try and and tear this whole thing down. So insane. But sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But uh, as I was saying, there are two paths that you can take. First one, like, it seems like 2021 is being like the punch to the face to for everyone. If I'm being honest, well, for not for everybody, for most people, I think this is this this thing that happened today affects everybody. Mm-hmm. This is a gut punch for everybody. Any, anybody that believes that they're Americans. Yeah, so what no no like yeah, that's that's definitely true, but what I meant like uh, by that is like maybe people will finally start coming to their senses. But here's the thing. Not people, politicians. People, however, no. They're they're they're, they're just too so far down yeah. the rabbit hole. So the first op- the first path that you can take when Biden becomes president right i feel bad for him don't you yeah i really do he's like stuck in all the middle of this he he's think about all the stuff that he's stuck in he's stuck in the the protests with you know police brutality right yeah he's stuck in the in in the coronavirus thing which was botched royally by this current administration now he's stuck with this whole business where people don't believe that he's the president because you have a current president that's been talking about rigged elections for the last four years. Practically bordering uh, on anarchistic and totalitarian tendencies. Yeah. I feel really bad for him, don't you? Yeah. I mean, it's that's like that's like worse. a bad situation to get into. <sighs> not to man- Not to mention the fact that literally we're a joke in in the world's eyes you know i mean you know there was there was some we were watching bbc um the news channel and they were talking about how there's just nothing but condemnation about what happened today from world leaders all over the place you know and and again they they said you know one of the one of the things i think i can't remember which leader it was it, it could have been uh, Merkel from Germany, but somebody remarked 
how interesting it was that uh, Biden got up and actually sounded like a presidential leader in his speech. And the hope is that the world believes that Biden could bring us back to that normality and civil civilly again. But here's the thing, as I was saying, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't go two ways. Things are going to be chaotic, but you have the politicians who are going to, it's going to be like Endgame, where Biden is going to beat the crap out of Thanos, which in this case <laughs> is Donald Trump. Or We saw that video the other day, right? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> or you have Path 2, which is every everything gets screwed over and Thanos snaps. Uh, and then we'll have another endgame somewhere later on, but it's not going to happen for a while. You know what's the crazy thing? The only reason that all of this stuff isn't isn't working is that Trump is such a... He's not well-versed in the United States law. Because imagine if you had somebody who had his his ideas but was actually very smart and astute about constitutional law, how much trouble we could be in? Elon. Hmm? Elon? Nah, I don't know about him. But uh, but just think about that. He 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 came the, I think the best like thing a that could have happened type. Yeah. I think the best thing that happened is that he was a reality star. Reality TV star. Because imagine if he actually had knowledge of all the damage that he could do. He could somebody like that could probably pull it off because I mean democracy right now is being stretched to its breaking point. Imagine if you had somebody that was actually competent doing this stuff. And that that's the problem again because you've now opened the door for somebody like Trump, but smarter, to come in and do this. Okay, but see, that's, here's, here's, here's what I hope from now on. (laughs) We really need to be, this cannot happen again. There needs to be a system in place where you get screened and interviewed for a job. You can't have, and this is not to slam reality TV stars. We have had reality TV star presidents before, but we can't have caricatures like Donald Trump anymore. We can't have that. We need to set up a system that weeds these kinds of characters out before they're even in the public arena. Like, if this is going to work anymore, clearly this doesn't work. It is not working. We need to come up with a way to more... there, There needs to be more qualifications for being a president. Like, it seems like... I mean, goodness gracious, he, he didn't even do his SATs himself. Really? Let's just put it this way. Um, they had to interview him for, no, no, they had to give him a test, right? Um, where he would basically, what was it? It was a test for Alzheimer's and, and stuff like that. No, he thought it was an IQ test, and it's yeah. really for people. Yeah. 
suffer from like dementia. And not you know? not to be mean, not to like fake basically be mean to those people. But I'm just saying, bro. If Trump, it's just person, woman, man, camera, TV. <laughs> It's just so weird. And just the way that he was saying it, it was like, oh, I'm, I'm really smart. And the way that the guy that was interviewing him was looking at him, like, seriously, dude? You know? Yeah. It's, it's Again, just... like, for levity's sake, in that moment, he reminded me of Kevin from The Office. <laughs> oh my God, Kevin, Kevin's probably smarter. He's like... I did not say that. I did not say that. He's basically Kevin and Michael Scott combined, if you really think about it. Hey, I actually like Michael Scott. But Michael Scott is also very invested in himself and stuff like that. Not only that, if you really take a close look at the Michael Scott character, he has some very, uh, very not woke tendencies. Yeah, he's he's a, a bumbling, a bumbling, lovable idiot. Michael Scott, but Michael Michael Scott Michael Scott of the Office is a guy who wants to be loved, right? Well, Donald Trump checks that (laughs) box, right? Um, Says some things that are off the cuff. Well, Donald Trump checks that box also, but the difference is is that I think he does it out of. a lovable ignorance, so to speak. Like, yeah. I don't think what, what Michael Scott does in the office, I don't think he does with any malice. I think it's just, you know, he he's just one of these guys that, you know, I yeah. you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, like, tone deaf. Yeah, he's tone deaf, but in, in a way that he thinks what he's saying is funny, which would ingratiate him to all the people because, you know, he wants to... Be friends with everybody, I guess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what what Trump wants is loyalty. Loyal. You know? yeah. yeah. That's that's what he wants. That's all he wants. It's just so weird. It's just so crazy and over the top. Gosh. Yeah, it really is. God, you know what? You know what we should see? You know what you guys should see? The twenty twenty anime opening. I absolutely freaking love that. Like, it just puts everything that happens into one thing. And it just, like, it almost just shows you how bad of a year this is. You guys should watch that, too, whoever whoever's Only listening. six days into the year. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Right? I wonder if they made a 2021. It's, a, it's amazing. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to wrap this up because, you know, yeah. we, we've taken a long time talking about this. And, you know, this is kind of a very heavy subject. And stuff, and um, you know, but I think it was important for us to talk about just to get it out of our system because today was a really, really crazy day. Yeah, you know, it it really was. It it was scary. It was it was weird. It was undemocratic. It was anti patriotic. It was. I mean, everything. You know, they they talk sedition. They talk treasonous. Whatever you want to call it, that's what it was today. And thankfully, nobody got hurt seriously more than what Not happened. Not a today. lot of people. Right. It could have been much, much worse. Yeah. It could have been much, much worse. So thankfully, that happened. But I'm going to end this podcast 
and this is this is something that I saw um, years ago when Trump was first being um, first first elected to the presidency. But there was a former U.S. Supreme Court justice, right? Um, his 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 name was Justice David Soter, right? And in 2012, he was he he was he was interviewing something. He's a former justice. He's he's no longer. He was retired, right? But he was interviewed, and wh- one of the things that uh, one of the things that he he said it's almost prescient to what's going on today because. Um, it, 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 it's exactly what's going on right now, you know? And I'm not going to get into the whole thing about what he said, but I, I do want to mention the quote, which I always found very, very interesting. And let me see if I can find that real quick. Um, but, but it is an incredible quote, and it's a quote that... Um, just tells you everything about what happened. And so this part I'm going to paraphrase, but he basically what he said is that democracy cannot survive ignorance, right? This is his exact quote. What I worry about is that when problems are not addressed, people will not know who's responsible. And when problems get bad enough, as they might do, for example, with another serious terrorist attack, as they might do with another financial meltdown, some one person will come forward and say, give me total power and I will solve this problem. That was back in 2012, I believe. Four years before the rise of Trump. When the world was originally supposed to end. I just like how everybody can predict everything that happens later in the future. Well, see, here's the... But the tea leaves were already, were already kind of written out there. You know? I mean, it's not even that. It, a lot of the problem, especially as you study history, is history has a tendency of repeating itself. And sometimes when you turn yourself off to the lessons that it has to provide, well, yeah, that's when you start making those mistakes all over again. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but the point is, (laughs) oh, man, there is no point anymore. I'm sorry. It's just a very, very scary situation that we find ourselves in right now. And, um, Honestly, I, I just hope that I hope that these next two weeks cooler heads prevail. I hope that the next two weeks um, things I, I don't even know what to say because you know what as much as nobody expected today to happen, everybody expected today to happen, right? I mean, as as shocked yeah. as we were, right? 
wasn't there a part that deep down inside you kind of said, well, this kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. So, which is scary just to think about it that way. But, hey, whatever. Um, Anyway, we're going to wrap this up. I I think we've talked about this, and I think it's depressing enough as it is already. Yeah, and on that depressing note, like I said earlier on in the podcast, the, the point of me making these references isn't necessarily to poke fun. It's to... I'm trying to not feel depressed and beaten down and uh, it's to provide some levity. So uh, if I said something that maybe you found, oh, well, uh, he's a devil, uh, he's a devil. Well, again, I'm, I'm not trying to like harsh your mellow or go after your, like go after your ideology, you know, like I'm just... I'm coping. <laughs> You're trying to rationalize with what what's going on these days. I don't, yes. I don't think anybody. So just you. you guys know what I mean. Political statements aren't meant to be hurtful. At least not ninety percent of the time. Except. Oh well, I was people. just talking about the references I made to I political events, but yeah. But still, anything that we're saying, anything that's political, it's not meant to. It's not meant to. to hurt anybody in any sort of way i feel like a lot of people think that and it's not if you disagree with us then then that's completely fine and you know what tell us your side exactly let's agree to disagree and then let's have a respectful dialogue let's not let's not fall into name calling let's not fall into blaming let's not fall into you know like, like i said before you know, I, we're pretty open-minded people. If there was thoughts that, you know, there is evidence out there of electoral fraud, then provide it to us so that we can have a discussion. But just saying that it it, it, it exists and not providing it doesn't make it so. Just because you're not happy with the, the, you know, the results of the election does not necessarily mean that something untoward and nefarious happened. People lose. I, like I said, if, if that was the case, I, I should be out on the streets protesting every single Sunday when the Jets lose all the time. I'll be like, you know, the, the game was rigged. Not even it, that. It when doesn't Trump, happen. When Trump became president, that, uh, you didn't see. Well, of course, there were the reservations and, you know. There was dabblings into, hey, there might have been something that happened there. But ultimately, it didn't pan out. We had to roll with it. Yeah. But now when the situation is reversed, it's kind of like, well, really, guys? But you know what? The, the, The right, the far right always states that we were always trying to undermine Trump for these past four years. And that's not the case because you know what? A lot of, a lot of the stuff that he was doing was questionable at best and, and maybe somewhat, somewhat downright illegal at worst. You know, we were merely calling out the deficiencies of this president. That's, that's all it was. It wasn't a, a, a witch hunt. Like they want to, they want to call it. It was just, you know what? Dude's not doing the right thing, you know? But like I said, this is us venting here because of because 
today was really, really stressful. Today was really, really weird, you know? And, and like I said, you know, you don't have to agree with what our thoughts and our opinions are. And that's what makes America beautiful because you know what? You can agree to disagree. The important thing is how you disagree. You don't go to Washington and try and break into federal buildings. Have a dialogue. Have a have a have a discussion. You know, bring facts. Bring bring bring. But have a dialogue. And I think that's the problem with America today is that everybody is so, you know, violent, violent and so so dug in and polarized into their positions that they can't have a dialogue. I mean, like, and all things. all it all it becomes is then becomes a fight, and then becomes well. You, you libs, oh, you Republicans and, you know, blah, blah, this and that and all this other stuff. You got to have a dialogue. You got to be able to express yourself in a respectful way and speak on it. And you know what? Maybe you don't change the person's views. Maybe you you have, you plant seeds and like, well, you know what? That kind of makes sense. Maybe it happens to you. Maybe you're the one that says, you know what? Maybe he has something that's right, you know? And Here's also the thing. Please don't stereotype. It's not going to, it's not doing anything for this country. I mean, for God's sakes, I, I kept hearing about this. Like, remember back in black, in the Black Lives Matter movement? Mm-hmm. People were saying kill cops. Yeah, which is unacceptable. That's like, okay, yeah, I see where you're coming from. But killing the cops, not to mention all of the cops. First off, yes, they did do something wrong, but that's not. Nothing is worth um, having someone killed over. Yeah, and right. especially if it's it's not all cops. You also have what, like, what didn't way back when Trump say stuff about like Muslims and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's stupid. Well, he said he said stuff about everybody. He said stuff about everybody, and that's exactly my point. It's yeah. so it's too much stereotype, too much violence, and when that adds up, it's just anarchy, chaos, and Trumpism. Nothing ever. We just have to find a way to dilute and like phase out all this vitriol that right. exists. Well, let's phase out this podcast. <laughs> yes. So aptly transitioned. Yes. Very good, guys. So, um, I I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. It w- it was one that we weren't planning on doing, but you know what the the events of today was just too important for us and i th- i think we needed a platform just to speak you know and and vent our you know frustrations and our feelings so you know hopefully you took this journey with us uh, i'm glad you did um and like i said if you guys want to start a discussion please by all means you know check us out on our, our social media pages um and let's talk because you know the only way that we'll heal this stuff in the United States is by having a dialogue, having a respectful dialogue. So um, on that note, we're going to sign off. I'm going to head back to the TV and continue to watch what's going on um, in Washington right now. And hopefully better days will come out of this. So um, from the Cross Chen podcast, my name is Walt. Thank you for listening. This is AJ, Eli, and 
may our paths cross again. <laughs> you never get that right. <laughs> but maybe next time. Well, maybe. we did we we did have a break, so it's fine. Anyway, good night, guys. Take care. Stay safe. Wear your mask.